What's up, and welcome to the Single Player Experience Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Sebastian Malden, and in this episode, I'm going to be talking about PAX East, or at least the first day of the convention. Now, I played a shitload of games on the first day, and I had a really cool experience. However, there were some games that were the cream that rose to the top. I'm going to tell you all about the games that rose to the top, and I'm going to tell you about which game was my day one MVP. And I'm going to do it right after the intro. DJ, start the intro, man. This is the Single Player Experience, the podcast that helps single player gamers manage their video game backlog. I'm your host, Sebastian Malden, and my main quest is to help you manage your ever-growing video game backlog by letting you know which single player games are worth your time and money so that you can have the best single player experience. Now, without further ado, let's start the show. DJ, cut the beat. So, I alluded to this in the intro, but I had quite the experience on my first day covering PAX East. For those of you who don't know, PAX East is a gaming convention in Boston. It features a variety of games from the recently released and also the upcoming gems to keep your eyes on. You can also go around playing demos for the different games to get a feel for them and hopefully find something to look forward to. As a member of the media, I was invited to try out the games and get an interview with the reps from the studios. It was a really cool experience, both on the networking side of things and getting to play some of these wonderful games. Many I had no idea even existed in the first place. On the first day, I played some AAA games like Dead Island 2 and The Lord of the Rings Golem. Neither game really blew me away if I'm being honest, but but both of them gave me the feeling that they were going to be games that resonated with people that were really into their respective genres. On the flip side though, the indies came out to impress. Demon School, for example, is a 2D turn-based RPG that felt like a fusion of Yu Yu Hakusho and Persona, which speaks to the 90s kid and me on every single level. The 2D art style had a great splash of color and the game's dialogue felt modern. The tactics were fun and challenging without being overwhelming. I loved that you can plot and preview your whole team's moves for a turn and see how that strategy would work out for you HP-wise without having to learn that in retrospect afterwards. If you don't like the preview of the strategy that you chose, then you can simply back out and try another before implementing it. This is a smaller RPG that I'm definitely going to keep my eyes on and I think you should definitely have on your radar as well. Next up we have Doomblade. Doomblade is a fast paced twin stick shooter platforming metrovania that gave me some Ori and the Will of the Wisp vibes. So I got to go hands on with this game and while I didn't get a solid feel for the game's story, I gotta say the game feels really good to play. Doomblade was made by Miro Studios which is a team of two people and they put their all into this game and you could tell. In Doomblade, you use the two analog sticks to aim and zip towards your enemies. The ones that are in the air and the ones that are on the ground. The game is gorgeous to look at with its vibrant colors and detailed 2D art style. It really does give me vibes of Ori and the Will of the Wisp when it comes to its art style. The twin stick platforming aspect will take some time to get used to, but I'm very eager to play more when this game is released. Another game that left a solid impression on me is Mahal Kenshi. This challenging and well-designed turn-based strategy game from GameSource Studios was released earlier this year in January. I admit that this game's release went way underneath my radar, but it's one that I'm excited to dive into now. 
While it's different with its threat building aspects, this game speaks to the civilization slash turn-based strategy fan of me. Don't sleep on this game like I did. At the end of my demo, I caught myself yearning, absolutely salivating for one more turn with this game. Another studio that really came to show their stuff at PAX East was Ocean Drive Studio. They showed up to impress with two solid indie games, Black Protocol and Los Adilos. Let's talk about that first game. Black Protocol is a top-down Diablo-style shooter with cool power-ups and a solid variety of guns. I played the multiplayer with the community manager and the lead developer. It was a really good time and thankfully they assured this hermit that you can also play solo, but it would also be a much tougher time. Each character has a specific ability in this game that they can use and there's a solid variety of guns at your disposal. I played with a mouse and keyboard which really isn't my preference and I still had a really good time playing Black Protocol. I'm not gonna front with you people, I was carried by the community manager and the lead developer in this game a bit. I wasn't really used to the mouse and keyboard layout of everything like that, but I did hold my own towards the end of the demo. That said, this game was a really good time, and even though I'm primarily a single player gamer, I know that this game is gonna be high up there on my list of games that I'm going to play when I'm in the mood to squad up. So while we're talking about Ocean Drive Studios games, let's talk about Los Idolos. The studio let me get hands on with the latest version of their turn-based tactical fantasy game, and it's coming to Xbox really soon and I couldn't be more excited about it. This game reminded me a lot of Dragon Age and Fire Emblem, and I don't know if y'all know this about me, but Dragon Age is my jam! Oh man, I love that game. And now, I recently got into Fire Emblem, especially with Fire Emblem Three Houses. So, so this is an RPG that sounds like it was made with me in mind, people, and I was so excited to get hands-on with it. Alright, so, let me paint the picture for you about what this game's like. Imagine Fire Emblem's Three Houses gameplay with Dragon Age's vibe and art style. The gameplay-wise, Los Idolos feels like a highly polished AAA experience that offers strategic flexibility despite having deep, and I mean very deep, gameplay mechanics. I was able to speak with the team behind the game, and they shared that there is a relationship and character building mechanic in the game as well. They also explained that this game could be a little bit on the tough side. So all those things are speaking my language. So I was able to get hands on with this game, both on the Xbox side of things and on the Steam Deck. And while I can honestly say that both versions run really well and I can't wait to play this on the Xbox, this game feels like it was tailor made for the Steam Deck. It feels like the perfect handheld strategy game. Man, it feels like that same kind of love I have for Fire Emblem Three Houses just because I have it in my hands on the Nintendo Switch. Except this game feels like it was perfect, and I mean perfect for the Steam Deck. So I ain't gonna lie to you, earlier this year I was a bit disappointed with Fire Emblem Engage, and it was because of the lack of character relationships compared to Fire Emblem Three Houses. And I get it, made by different studios, they're completely different games. However, after playing and falling in love with Fire Emblem Three Houses, that's what I was kind of looking for with the next Fire Emblem game. Los Idolos feels like the Fire Emblem game that I wanted Fire Emblem Engage to be, and I can't wait to play more of this in the future. I also played another game that really stuck out to me, and I interviewed the game director slash founder, Mike, and Mike described it as a Mad Max game meets a city manager. And that game is called Homeseek. 
This is a post-apocalyptic survival strategy set in a dystopian earth. In this world, water has become a scarce commodity and as a result, it's become as valuable as gold. In this game, you have to figure out how to manage and construct your area to gather water, all the while watching your back from the world's dangers. I played this and I completely understood the Mad Max vibes that he was talking about. Over the years, I played a lot of city skylines and while Homeseek doesn't play exactly like that game, it scratches that craving that I get when I want to play a city builder strategy game. The fact that this game has real stakes into it, real danger, really makes me yearn for it even more. This is a game that I can see myself pumping tons and I mean tons of hours into. If you like city builder games, then this one is one you should definitely keep your eyes on. So the last game that I want to talk about in the day one impressions of PAX East. This game is being developed in my home state of Texas and it is being developed by Twin Otter Studios and that game is Arcadian Atlas. This game is absolutely perfect for fans of Final Fantasy Tactics. It's set in the fantasy world of Arcadia where each decision impacts the world and other characters whether those results are intended or not. You have to gather up a group of heroes and battle enemies for the people you love and for your ideals. In Arcadian Atlas, or at least what I played of it, it really emphasizes that your choices are really going to matter and that it shapes the world around you. One thing that really kind of stood out to me, because I've never really seen this in a fantasy game before, is that this game has a really dope jazzy soundtrack. That's a genre of music I normally don't think about whenever I think of a fantasy game. That said, it really creates a really chill ambiance and kind of lulls you into a state where you're just having a relaxing good time playing this game. Arcadian Atlas features really cool character classes and strategic grid-based battle systems. This game features really cool character classes and a strategic grid-based battle system. It seems like a game fantasy RPG fans can easily lose all sense of time playing. So overall, day one of PAX, I played a ton, and I mean a ton of solid games, many of which I had never heard before other than the press releases that we got when we were invited out to PAX. My first day, as you can tell, was filled with a lot of tactic games and RPGs. As a person who thoroughly enjoys games of those genres, I had a blast and I now have many titles to look out for. While most of the games that I talked about today were tactics games and RPGs, I liked that each game had its own unique twist on a familiar trope. Every game here had its own vibe and its own reason why it appeals to me personally. Nevertheless, while all of them are games that I'm looking forward to playing, my MVP of the day goes to Maha Kishi. The fact that this game gave me a Samurai Meet Civilization vibe, which is a franchise that I've literally spent a thousand hours playing, speaks to me on a very high level. And I kidded you not, I was salivating to play a couple more turns of this game. So, that's it for my day one impressions of PAX East. It was a good time and it made me look forward to a solid list of RPGs. Stay tuned for my PAX East day two impressions and game recommendations. And you can find that right here at the Single Player Experience Podcast at thepronerdreport.com and the Pro Nerd Report YouTube channel. So that's a wrap for today's show. I want to thank you, the audience, for listening to today's episode. 
I also want to invite you to join the single player experience discord server. It's the perfect place for single player gamers to find out about good single player games to play and to talk to other single player gamers and get their video game recommendations. Think of it almost like a single player book club. We always got great episodes and good content coming right at you that you can check out at the Pro Nerd Report on YouTube and you can check it out right here at the single player experience podcast that you can find on all your favorite podcasts podcast platforms i've been sebastian malden this has been the single player experience and we out peace